you have UCAP Daily 331 Hotel, the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast at Air Venture 2013 in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. It's supposed to be Saturday night. This is supposed to be the daily we do Saturday night. Saturday but, night's all right for fighting. But we had such a good time and a long day on Saturday that we didn't get around to recording a daily. So we're actually recording the Saturday night daily on Sunday morning. Saturday in the park. Yeah. And uh, we're standing out here uh, in the midst of the uh, convention grounds here at Air Venture 2013. And uh, what happened on Saturday? What happened yesterday? It was a good day. It was, it was a great day. Yeah. Uh, weather was great yesterday. Uh, the crowds were great. Um, by the time we got back to the hotel last night, um, all, you know, there were just streams and streams of cars leaving after the air show. Uh, it sounds like everybody had a good time. And uh, I started to hear an interesting meme yesterday about this year's air venture um, that I'm going to kind of characterize as uh, a quality over quantity. Um, I was hearing that more and more, that although the quantity of attendees may have been down just a little bit this year, the, 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 where the, which we don't know yet. Yeah. Which we don't know but yet. But it felt like the quantity was down a little bit. The quality felt really good. Yeah. I, we heard from a lot of different people that the people who were here were real airplane people, and they were really, really involved and engaged, and, uh, well, you know. It, it, and it cuts on several levels. Uh, I mean, after last year and the year before, where there were growing levels of discontent among uh, particularly some of the volunteers, and the members were unhappy with things, uh, the direction things had been going, uh, that none of that here. Uh, the enthusiasm, uh, the warmth, uh, the, the big changes on the field, two-night air shows, lots of new stuff. We saw Jetman fly again yesterday. We had another night show. And the crowd on the ground, like Jeb was saying, it, it was stunning how many people were here, how many airplanes were still on the field. It was hard to get, it was harder to get around yesterday yeah. than it had been all week. I agree. It's, I agree. It's been steady for me all week. Um, there's been crowds. You know, you know, One of the ways I tell is how hard it is to navigate a, a golf cart around the grounds when I need to go somewhere. And this year maybe was slightly easier, but it was steady. The whole week long there were crowds. Um, they seemed interested. The, the handful of vendors that I, with whom I spoke during the week all said they were having a good show with one or two exceptions. And those exceptions were uh, perhaps not offering mainstream products to to the, the rank-and-file pilot types. Hey, we've got a, a special interview we need to drop into this episode, uh, but uh, before we do that, I want to just touch on a few more things that are uh, uh, have been going on here. First of all, as we're standing here, uh, we had a uh, we had a biz jet of some sort taking off uh, up to the north on the east-west runway, and a few moments ago, I saw the Ford Trimotor doing a low pass along the uh, north-south runway. There are two Ford Trimotors. Are there really? I was in, going into the hotel yesterday afternoon, and one of them took off and kind of banked over the hotel, and then it wasn't five minutes later, another one yeah, took yeah. off and went straight over the hotel, so, too. So there's a lot of airplane activity still going on here. Since the last daily, a few things have happened here. Um, the We didn't get to the uh, premiere of the Planes movie, um, but I hear from reliable uh, sources that uh, it was a huge crowd. 50,000 people. No way. No way. That's what they're saying. I, I and the aerial, no the aerial shot... 
an hour before the movie started. It was already overflow in the field of the yeah. fly-in. But I, it was definitely a big crowd, whatever the number was. They wanted, certainly the biggest crowd that's ever attended one of those movies. So that was kind of cool. They, they're um, saying it was the biggest they've ever had. And the buzz is that the movie's a lot of fun. Um, you know, one day we'll revisit my concerns about whether it really is going to help aviation, but I'll stay away from that right now. Um, a lot of people are very happy with that movie. and uh, it on the street. Uh, in about a week or two, I think. Yeah, yeah next weekend. Uh, yeah. Or this coming weekend at this point. Yeah. I got a chance to do something yesterday I haven't done in a few years now, and it was really cool, and that is I visited the museum. Uh, I took some time out and went over to uh, Pioneer Airport. I wandered around Pine at the Pioneer Airport side for a little while, which was a happening place with the kid venture activities up there. That was pretty cool. There was a lot of youth activities. Where did just, you feel most at home, at the kid venture or in the museum? And then I went across the, you walk across the, uh, the grass runway over to the museum, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I went into the museum and uh, and did a quick circuit through the museum. I've been in the museum before, um, and it's kind of the same and kind of different. They seem to have moved some of the exhibits around a little bit, and uh, um, I was a little disappointed that the Eagle Hangar was not open. Apparently, it's all set up for the, all the different nighttime events how, right now. How does that make you feel? And so I wasn't able to get into the Eagle Hangar to see the big uh, uh, World War II hardware that's in there. But uh, but I visited the museum, and it's really cool if you're ever in the Oshkosh area, if you're here for the show or, or if you come back throughout the year. Yeah, it's open year-round. Yeah, check out the museum. I, as I understand it, EA members are, are free admission all year round. I think I, I saw a sign. Maybe that was just a sign for the week during the uh, but during, your during the week. Yeah. You know, the wristband that gets you in here, gets you in the museum and everything else here. It was a terrific, terrific museum. Uh, I highly recommend it. Yesterday afternoon, actually on Saturday, even though we're doing this on Sunday, actually on Saturday we had a chance to uh, chat with Rod Rakick of Open Airplane and uh, to get a few more details about this really, really interesting new program that he's putting together. Um, let's listen to that interview right now. Hi, Rod. How you doing? I'm great. It's been an amazing week here at uh, Oshkosh. You're like, I don't know what it must be like for you because, you know, the backstory here is that you're not real mobile this week. Well, you are very mobile in some ways. Yeah, my life's been like a Johnny Cash song in the last six weeks. I've been traveling around the country, visiting operators and onboarding uh, new aircraft into the network. Yeah. Uh, I get here, I, you know, unfortunately I'm recovering from some knee surgery and so I'm on one of these little scooter things. Everyone's been really super kind. So tell us what you've been telling people. You've been talking about Open Airplane. Yeah, so Open Airplane had a great week here at Oshkosh. We had really three things to talk about. One is that we launched eight new cities. It took us six months to get the first six cities onboarded into the app. We did the next eight in the first six weeks in business. So we're accelerating the pace at getting airplanes into the network. The second thing is we got to announce this integration we've got with Sennheiser. So they're going to be seeding uh, S1 Digitals and S1 Noise Guards into the FBOs and flight schools that are flying with open airplanes so that when a pilot rents with open airplane, we've got this great new perk where now you don't necessarily have to carry your own headset in your overnight bag when you travel. We'll have a great headset waiting for you in the airplane. One of you guys got a question? What's the... It strikes me, in just talking here with you before we we went formal here on the podcast, that one of the the um, things that you need most is word of mouth. You need uh, pilots who are interested in open airplane and interested in the concept and interested in in flying an airplane at a at a far flung destination they're traveling to for business or personal reasons. They they need to pick up the phone. 
and call an FBO or calls FBOs in a region and say, are you guys a member of Open Airplane? What what can you do to, to jumpstart that? What can, what can we do to jumpstart that? That's really um, a great point. We've, in the first six weeks in business, over 3,000 pilots have gone to openairplane.com, signed up, created a profile to fly with us. The number one piece of feedback we're getting about the experience we've designed is, when are you going to be coming to my home airport? The operators of rental aircraft, you know, they're running flight schools, they're running FBOs, they're super busy. And they may have heard about us, they may have not, they may not understand us. Uh, and we really want to have that conversation because we know the faster we can onboard more flight schools, the, the faster we can grow the network, the more value everyone who does get a checkout with us uh, gets out of the program. And that means more flying, more flight hours per year for every pilot that participates in Open Airplane. So absolutely, we've got an uh, online brochure of sorts, operators.openairplane.com, which kind of explains how we work with operators. It's our pitch. Um, and if an operator of rental aircraft goes there, they can learn how they can uh, use open airplane, get better utilization on the aircraft, get better pilots running, running their planes. And really, it's the community uh, introducing us to the folks that they do business with that's really the best way uh, for us to be able to grow what we're doing. Question, David? For the pilots that might be interested in participating in this, is, is there a minimum requirement or something that they, they need to clear? Because uh, I've heard a couple of pilots talk about it. They've asked me, you know, what do I have to do to be able to qualify to participate? So we start with the sport pilot certificate. So we're not something for student pilots, but if you've got a sport pilot certificate or a private pilot or better, you're ready to rent with open airplane. We have this universal pilot checkout. Think of it like a flight review. Except the standard, instead of being this kind of progressive, subjective exercise and just flying with the instructor until he thinks you're ready to go, we set the standard that you can fly to the PTS and demonstrate in kind of a pass-fail, very uh, systematic, very objective way to evaluate your skills, your attitude, and your knowledge to be a safe pilot. So what we, we're looking for is one thing, a, a sport pilot or a private pilot that's willing to step up to demonstrate that they can be a safe, conscientious renter. And that's what the operators need to, you know, burn more avgas, spin those Hobbs bangers. So, um, in addition to being able to rent aircraft from one of these operators that you've listed on your site, that's where they go to get this, this checkout, this evaluation? Right. So, the first step is you create a profile in Open Airplane, and then we walk you through finding an operator near you where you can complete the UPC. Once you've completed the UPC, again, it gives you three things. It resets the clock on your flight review. It earns you a discount on your renter's insurance for the year. And then it gives you access to the same make, model aircraft all around the country. Great. Anything else we need to know? Well, I know what I want to add. Well, um, what's next? So you add, you add the six. Now you've added eight. How, when are you going to add some more? What's the what's in the next couple months? Uh, even Saturday, we're onboarding a new operator. Uh, we've got another two dozen operators who have committed to joining the network. We've got a pipeline of almost 100 uh, who have at least contacted us, uh, but we don't necessarily have that commitment 
Um, and that's what we're going to be working on. We're working as hard as we can. We're pedaling as fast as we can to onboard more operators because we know that's what the pilots and the community have told us is that when we're at their home base, they're ready to fly. And say once again the website URL? It's openairplane.com. You can go to www.openairplane.com on any device. If you can get there on your smartphone, if you can get there on your tablet, if you can get there on your desktop PC, it all works. That's great. Thank you, Rod. Rod Rakick from Open Airplane. Thanks, guys. Another thing, I went to uh, one of the Camp Shoulder parties last night. It was over at Camp Bacon for a little while. That was kind of fun. A social butterfly. Uh, yeah, well, year. you know, I'm podcaster of the year. I got to like, you know, uh, you know. He's out of his cocoon. <laughs> um, uh, while we were over there, we saw from a distance the uh, the BD jet, uh, jet flew during the air show. That was kind of cool. Um, it was very reminiscent because I guess I've seen the BD jet fly before here. Um, but uh, it's, it's a cool little airplane, and little being the operative word here. It's, uh, a smart car has a bigger cockpit, yeah. uh, but, but a shorter it, wingspan. I have larger motorcycles. Yeah, there you go. But uh, not as no fast. joke. <laughs> but not as fast. Not as fast, because it was zipping around doing some cool things in the sky here. But uh, So the BD-5 jet fly flew. Did the Sonics jet fly this week? I don't know if it Yes, did. it has been flying. I uh, wish I'd seen that. I'd try. Maybe it'll fly today and I'll get a chance to see it. Um, one subject that we haven't talked about all week, very uncharacteristically, we have not talked about the weather since early in the week. And I think that's because the weather's just been, it's just been wonderful, better. perfect. It's been a great week yeah. weather-wise. Couldn't ask for anything better. This is one of those weeks where everybody's talking about the weather and nobody wants anything done with it. Yeah. Yeah. it you know, it's it. You couldn't have it more ideal, like Jeb said. Uh, it's been on a steady cross, twenty three six, so pretty much all week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the air show performers have adapted. The uh, nine two seven has been the favored for people who have to, trouble fighting crosswinds. Uh, it, Chimney after. Really, really rainy and wet three years ago, two years of overly hot and humid. We want this to be the template for every Oshkosh we come to from here on. Yeah, really. Unlikely, but it would be great if it was. It would be interesting to see what the final numbers are, but this has been a really good year. Yeah. Certainly for me personally, I think for a lot of other people. Yeah. Well, no, there's some, uh, some feeling that the uh, attendance is going to be, quote, within a wobble room of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm which, considering some of the conflict and controversy leading up to this, is a pretty good sign in my mind. We should be back with at least two more dailies before we're done here. One uh, Sunday night, uh, kind of wrapping up the formal part of the show, and then our traditional uh, Monday morning uh, daily from Jeb's airplane. Um, but uh, we do have Sunday ahead of us here, the last uh, day, full day of the show. Uh, anything in particular we're expecting? Big finish? Uh, well, it's going to be a full air show today yep. instead of the abbreviated one, uh, as I understand it. Uh, that means a, a lot of entertainment out on the flight line. Uh, for me personally, this is uh, my play day, yeah. and I'm <laughs> hoping to uh, zoom through all the exhibit buildings, and with that being the operative word. Yeah, zooming. True. Zooming. We're about to head out in about an hour. We'll be recording, um, uh, more than recording, broadcasting on EA Radio. Um, our uh, wrap-up uh, on full the episode. PA system, too. Yeah. No, I don't think we're going to do it on the PA system. Oh, it's not going to be. Uh, I think we, we, we managed to dodge that bullet. That, that really, Oshkosh does not want that. I don't want that. Yeah, really. Um, so we're going to do a full episode, which you'll hear on the stream uh, a little bit later on, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Um, today is, of course, uh, uh, the uh, vendor bonding day. Right. It will be quiet, relatively quiet in the in the exhibits. Think we're going to get any deals on stuff out there? It's possible. I had a guy, I was just walking through a booth, uh, walking through the hang- one of the hangars yesterday, 
and um, guy says, you want any earplugs? I said, sure, you know, I'll take a couple. He said, here, take a whole handful. I don't want to pack them. I'll take them <laughs> right, home. Yeah. And, so. and that's, you know, I, I also stopped in and talked with our friends at the Aircraft Electronics Association who each year come and bring uh, uh, a batch of uh, brand new publications, the Pilot's Guide to Avionics. And uh, they were down to two full boxes yesterday and uh, hoping to be able to give them away and not have to take any home. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. get mine yet. I better race you over better, there. You better race, I better over. race over there. But I'm, I'm, I have this uh, kind of um, reggae backbeat with some asynchronous music, you know, kind of watching the departures. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, uh, it's uh, it's Sunday morning, uh, big finish. Last day, we'll be back with Rastafarian Jim. <laughs> you have UCAP Daily 331 Hotel. and. Thank you, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow.